This episode is brought to you by Levitt Pavilion. This summer, check out one of my favorite outdoor concert venues in Denver, Levitt Pavilion. May through October, Levitt is offering ticketed and totally free all-ages concerts. I feel like we just go to anything that's free because it's like the kids can be at the show and it's people aren't weird about it and you can like bring a picnic. It's awesome. Some of the free shows this season include Iskali, Melvin Seals, War and Treaty, Sunny War, Chali Tuna, and more. To RSVP for free shows and buy tickets, plus see the full concert schedule, go to levittdenver.org. That's levittdenver.org. Today on CityCast Denver, I'm Bree Davies, and I'm here with my producer, Paul Caroli. All this week, we're counting down our top stories in Denver of 2022. Yes, we are, Bree. It's wild when you think about we've made a couple hundred this year. Yeah. So we, we had a lot to pick from. Yeah. I mean, it was a crazy year. Totally up and down. Lots of big stories. Lots of huge changing, you know, news, important stuff. <laughs> we can talk about some honorable mentions before we get to the list. How about that? Okay. Okay. Uh, so obviously a big story for us was David Byrne produced a show that debuted here in Denver and it's doing incredibly well, so well that they keep extending it. You saw that show. I did. Theater of the Mind. I did. I still think fondly about it. I, I loved the episode we made about it. I still stand by everything I said in there and I encourage everyone to go see it. Bree, have you seen Theater of the Mind? <laughs> Not yet. I haven't yet. To be fair, my family's been sick for the last three weeks. Yeah. So, you know, trying to minimize it. But I I think it's interesting because it's part of this larger trend that we've talked a lot about on this show, which is the immersive experience um, from Meow Wolf to my complaints about the immersive Van Gogh. <laughs> but then, of course, <laughs> sure. we had David Thomas, the professor of fun, on to defend those things. Mm-hmm. And he gave a pretty good argument for it. So... Mm-hmm. I'm I'm still watching the immersive trend with a skeptical eye, but I'm interested to see where it goes next. Love it. Love it. Um, well, Jared Polis was reelected. By a huge margin. I mean yes. I think that's the story. It's just huge. I don't I don't remember exactly how many points, maybe 16, 17 points. Just it was a landslide. And like he didn't win by that much last time. People changed their minds about Polis based on his job performance. This is like this is a huge, huge story. Didn't make the top five. Didn't make the top no, five, but big. But but definitely big. And, um, you know, you could say, well, his challenger wasn't great. But I, I would say that doesn't necessarily mean anything for his approval ratings. People overwhelmingly liked him, mm-hmm. whether his challenger was good or not. And, you know, the, the country's the world has been through a really tough time this last couple of years. And. Colorado definitely has fared better than some places. Uh, There's a lot of argument over what that means for most people, but I think there's a bigger picture here, which is what you're saying, which is like life is pretty good in Colorado. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that's uh, that's the polis message. And it worked. um, Another big thing for us was some citizen led initiatives did well at the ballot box. Um, Denver got very serious about wanting a complete, safe an accessible sidewalk network, thanks to our friend Jill Locantore and her work uh, with the Denver Deserves Sidewalks Initiative. And uh, also our friend of the show, Ian Thomas Tafoya, 
huge guy in the climate change conversation. He pushed this recycling initiative that made uh, recycling and compost also accessible to folks that live in um, apartment complexes, businesses, places that previously it was more difficult to recycle because it wasn't provided by the city. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Very cool. I mean, also Ian Thomas Tafoya running for mayor on the strength of the success of this campaign. Gotta say, that is pretty good. Gotta give it up to Ian. Absolutely. I mean, he's got a strong platform. Recycling and composting and and doing these things on a larger scale has been a passion of his for a long time. And I think it's really cool that that's a huge part of his his plan. He's definitely somebody to watch. (sighs) Is it time? It is time. So... This is a sports story, which is funny because we <laughs> we kind of have like two sports teams that are doing awesome, mm-hmm. and we have two sports teams that suck badly. It, hopelessly suck. Like it doesn't seem like there's much ev- even a hope for them. No, we're talking the Rockies and the Broncos are just in the toilet. Um, I saw our sports guy Jake Shapiro talking recently about. Um, I think the Rockies just traded somebody who was cool. Oh, yeah. Connor Joe, outfielder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One of their young, like talented prospect types finally made the team. Got to trade him away. Got to yeah. trade him away. <laughs> Jake was like, well, now there's absolutely no reason to watch the Rockies. Uh, and then, of course, the Broncos, the Russell Wilson saga, this uh, I don't know <laughs> how much we paid quarter, almost a quarter of a billion dollars for a guy that mm-hmm. has really tanked us. I was actually just at the, I was at Cherry Creek Mall looking for, uh, we were looking for a present for my father-in-law and he's a Broncos fan. There, everything Russell Wilson is just like exploding out of stores. No one's buying any of it. Oh. <laughs> so. I still, I'm still holding out hope for Russ. I think, I think maybe next season. I don't know. We'll see. We'll talk about it. See what Jake thinks. So the other team before we get to our story is the Nuggets. And you know, I'm a Nuggets gal. Uh, again, our our friend of the show, Jake Shapiro of 104.3 The Fan was saying, you know, we might have an MVP for the third year in a row. I mean, Jokic is doing bananas numbers. 27 rebounds in one game. I mean, this guy is nuts. So Nuggets are on track. We could have another big sports story that feels good. But the biggest sports story, undoubtedly, for us, for Colorado, for probably over the last decade, this is a huge story. What was that story, Paul? Well, I mean, it's the avalanche, but also hockey in general. And I think it's really a five-year story. I mean, it's Joe Sackick takes over as general manager of the Avalanche. They have their worst season of all time, 2016-2017, historically bad year, bad record. They're awful. And so they then get to draft a young, talented defender. Kale McCarr turns into a superstar. This young core that was largely the same guys from that terrible team, they just click. They make it work. They all take a step forward. Turns out they're all on great contracts so we can support them with some depth players. And it's a Stanley Cup winner this year. It was incredibly exciting. I mean, what what a run. It's a morale booster. I think that's the the big story for folks that are not sports fans necessarily. It's, you know, cities are these really complex things, but they are kind of like living things. And when we have a win like this, it feels good for everybody to me. I mean, we were down, we're going to share this in a minute. We were down for the Avs parade downtown. I mean, it was just, 
It was insanity in the best way possible. The energy was so great. Everybody was so stoked. The players coming through the parade. I mean, those guys were on cloud nine for good reason. And it just felt so good. And it feels good to be part of something with people in your city. Like we were just cheering. You know what I mean? Yeah. Colorado was doing great. You're just cheering alongside someone different from you. It's about everybody getting share it. Everybody. It's great. So let's share a little bit of of that show and that tape where you and I and producer Aaron O'Toole went downtown and hung out with other ABS fans and boosters of Denver to celebrate the ABS win. This episode is brought to you by the Colorado Wine Board. Because the wine community here is, like, surprisingly robust. I mean, think about Bigsby's Folly and Infinite Monkey Theorem here in Denver alone. And there are urban wineries all across the Front Range. Then there's the Western Slope, Peonia, I mean, Palisade. Hello, Palisade Wine, are you kidding me? It didn't used to really be a thing, but from what I hear, it's very much a thing now. There are more than 165 wineries across Colorado to explore, and they produce all sorts of wine that reflect our unique culture and climate. So finding a label that you're going to love is easy, no matter where your adventure takes you. Discover it for yourself and support local winemakers at coloradowine.com. That's coloradowine.com. This is literally like every fire truck in the metro area is here. I definitely feel this collective pride. Yeah. See a lot of playoff beards. You shaved yours, Paul. I did. I shaved mine. I've been waiting for someone to notice. <laughs> oh, you did. Oh, my gosh. Oh, looks like some East High School Angels state hockey champions this year. Oh, cool. That's right. Oh, that's so cute. Oh, and some University of Denver players on this fire truck. They also won a championship this season. Wow. Imagine being in high school and having the whole city turn out to cheer on the parade you're part of. It'd be pretty cool. Ooh, 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 you got Okay, so this trophy, that's Kale McCarr. Oh, that's Kale. Okay. He got the most MVP? Did this it, is, is a, this is the MVP, MVP trophy, trophy. the Con Smythe. That's our star defenseman, Kale McCarr. He's won every trophy you can win. Yep, they're chanting for him. He's raising yeah! it up. Incredible. So is the cup supposed to be on one of these trucks? Are we going to see it go by? I hope so. If it's not already at Civic Center. Oh, oh my God, the Zamboni. They're driving the Zamboni through the parade. <laughs> of course. The Zambonis have to Those be Those guys parade. are like, this is the best day of my life to drive my Zamboni through they, downtown they, Denver. They played their part. They played Absolutely. their part in this. They deserve it. The unsung heroes of hockey. The Zamboni drivers. All right, we're on the move towards Civic Center Park. Hard to tell if there's more parade left or where the cup is. But we got to see it. We gotta try. Uh, which way should we go? Oh boy. Oh God. Bree, Aaron, who's the hunkiest avalanche player? The MVP had nice l- legs. 
He was like standing on the fire truck and I was like, well, I guess you do have to have nice legs to skate all the time. Mm-hmm. What's his name? Kale McCarr. Kale McCarr, he's pretty cute. I'd go with him. All right, Kale McCarr. All right, question number two. What was question number two? Uh, oh, oh, what would you do with... Yeah, so when, when they win, each player gets to take the cup for a couple days, take it wherever they want in the world, it's theirs. Some people have drowned in swimming pools. Some have taken it to strip clubs. Aaron, Bree, what would you do with the cup for a day? I'd take it to Lakeside and take it on the Cyclone coaster. And then I'd maybe drink just like a fountain Coke out of it. Love it. Love it. Aaron? I think I want to take it to Estes Park and take it to the Stanley Hotel. Just see what happens. If it's possessed and it unlocks something within the Stanley Hotel. The Stanley Cup goes to the Stanley. I like it. You'd think something <laughs> supernatural would happen. It could summon great NHL heroes from the past. Yes. Let's all name a few of our favorites together. I'm kidding. Patrick we don't Waugh. Know. Um, the guy Joe in Canada. <laughs> Forsberg. Forsberg. Wayne Gretzky. And then finally, does this championship change your opinion? about the Comcast altitude dispute that's kept Avs regular season games off TVs in it Denver. It should make everyone so mad. Yeah. Look what we, how much we care. The streets were full of people so proud to be Avs fans. And we can't, we have to pirate our, we have to yeah. pirate our Avs games. How are you supposed to feel like you are a part of this championship if you haven't been able to be a part Watch of it? Watch it. Yeah. Come on. Come on. Figure it out. You old, rich bastards. <laughs> oh my God, now they're just throwing beers at fire trucks. And they're exploding. So this is Av's uh, goal-scoring winger, Miko Ranton, and trying to catch beers. Oh, is that who that is? Yes. He was one of their leading scorers in the regular season. He has yet to catch a single beer thrown from the crowd. Now they haven't been great throws. They're mostly hitting the side of the truck. Oh, he got oh, one. Oh, 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 oh my God, it's like fireball. He's like doing a shot of fireball. Oh yeah. He's excited. I can't believe what I just saw. That was an amazing catch. Is that Sackick? I think that's our general manager, Oh, Joe I think Sackick. it is, because I think that's one of his, is either his, wife or his daughter that guy what a hero to this franchise i mean he captained the team the two stanley cups in 96 and 2001 i can't believe joe sackett's not wearing his jersey he's tired of the attention i know it's tough being joe sackick oh i love this this feels great i know there's a, awesome. a a guy walking down the sidewalk holding oh, a little baby one-year-old baby can you imagine being here oh. hi I think we should probably start talking about making the official CityCast Denver crowd size estimate at some point. Oh God, I have no clue. 200,000? I know they were saying 200,000. What does it look like to you, Aaron? Let's see, one, two, three, four, five. <laughs> 200,000. Um, I'm, I'm gonna guesstimate 80,000 on this street alone. And that's very scientific. Oh, wait a second. Holy shnikes. Wait a second. Look who's coming up here on this. 
Should we get up cup? closer? Is that the cup? Is, it, is that the cup? It's, that's the cup. What? Oh my god. I gotta get a video of this. Yes. There's a superstition in hockey that if you have the opportunity to touch the Stanley Cup, you shouldn't do it. You shouldn't touch it until you win it. So for these players, when they're lifting it over their heads and when they're kissing it, it's the culmination of a whole lifetime thinking about this, dreaming about this. They're finally. I can't believe that? I'm here to witness it. That's our that's our our best player, Nathan McKinnon, holding it right now. He looks so happy. Standing with Landis Cog and Eric Johnson. These are guys who have been on the roster since 2017, 2018, when the team was worse in the league. This has got to feel incredible for them. Amazing. That's awesome. Yeah. That was the real deal. <laughs> That's a good looking trophy. I thought it was pretty nice. I, don't, I have no notes. That's all for today here on CityCast Denver. If you enjoyed the show, why not take a minute to tell a friend about us? Rate the show wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe to our morning newsletter, Hey Denver, by texting Denver to 66866. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more of our top stories of the year. See you later. Yeah, and uh, this this episode initially ran on July 1st, 2022, in case you're curious. <laughs> in case you're wondering where we are in the space-time continuum. <laughs>